Hey friend, welcome back to Here Comes the Dreamer podcast. We are your hosts Hannah and Neepa and we are so excited that you decided to join us today. We believe with all our hearts that God has a unique dream for your life and we are passionate to see you step into it. In this podcast, you're going to hear stories of dreamers who had the faith and courage to hope in the midst of hopelessness. So let's jump right into our episode. Welcome to episode 4. We are joined by Gladson Peter, India's first and only one-man band. His love for music was evident since he was very young and today he plays over 40 musical instruments and can play up to 14 instruments simultaneously. Despite facing an unexpected health diagnosis, Gladson never gave up on the dream that God downloaded in his heart when he was a child. Listen in as Gladson shares his story and what God is doing in his life. Gladson, we are so glad you came to our podcast. Uh, we are actually so excited to speak to you and listen to your story in person. Um, so thank you for coming. For just to start, like, can you tell us a little bit of your story and how all of this started? And yeah, just just walk us through your story. Ah, uh, so in a jiffy, I have been playing music since I was young. Uh, I picked up a lot of instruments on the way. One because. i was very curious and very passionate about music i found this out because uh, of the environment of, of course because of the churches right you have everything in access and uh, i really wanted to be a drummer but because we couldn't have a drum kit and there was everything around i automatically was led to uh, learn learning and exploring all the other musical instruments and stuff like that um there were two or three times in my life which um, you know jerk in my life kind of changed uh, my ways one is um, when i was in school when i accepted jesus as my personal savior um second is when i uh, was hit with a disease which was uncalled for and the third is when i started performing as a one man band uh, i think it was then when i found out like a closer reality to the purpose of what i think god is wanting me to do and um, yeah all through my i think yeah 28 years of life i've been able to uh, not only be in churches but god has opened a lot of doors outside uh, and that to me is a blessing so yeah that's how the whole journey of a simple person is but yeah that's my life in a jiffy yeah so i was in a children's camp uh, i was going from my 8th to my 9th grade and um, it was a 3 day camp second day was when the calling was and the third day before we went back to our houses is when you know this event happened where uh, the teacher asked all the children to kind of draw the person draw the picture of the person you want to be like So to be honest, in my house, we didn't really have a lot of uh, movies, Bollywood, uh, or any of that sort. Like my my only exposure on the TV was cartoons, cricket, and news. Uh, that's pretty much a lot of what I remember, and probably you know educational st- uh, stuff like Discovery and all that. So I didn't really have um, heroes, as everyone says that you know. He's a superstar and stuff like that. I didn't really have that. 
uh, a lot of my life was also revolving around church because we lived in a parsonage and you know the church being just beside your you, most of your days have something or, or the other which has got to do with church and activities so we were pretty active um, my entire family so on this third day i didn't know what to draw so i drew an imaginary person i thought that probably there should be someone in this world who plays a lot of instruments and uh, so let me draw that so i just drew a man and uh, i drew all the musical instruments that i knew back then like a guitar a keyboard drums violin saxophone i i don't even remember so much but whatever i knew i drew it i also drew like a bible i love bikes so i i drew a bike um i love pets i drew cats and dogs and stuff like that so it was just like you know uh things i want imagined that that person would probably be able to do and the m- most of it was uh, for a person to be able to play a lot of instruments if not all and yeah i still remember that the uh, the preacher said okay we commit that into god's hand and we leave it there and uh, we will pray that god makes you into who you drew today and i still remember i sneaked into my friends papers i i remember them drawing sachin tendulkar and amitabh bachchan and you know like the superstars so i was pretty clueless and i think that story ended back uh, ended over there and um i completely forgot about that image but i seem to have probably uploaded it onto orkut and i think when facebook came i was trying to get all my pictures from orkut on to facebook so that i have my memories so i also took that picture and posted it on facebook but i didn't have any knowledge uh, i i didn't have much memory of all that fast forward to december 2015 after uh, i was hit with the illness um i think my illness uh, I, i was hit with the illness in the year 2011 2012 Uh, i was just giving my 12th standard board exams and uh, i started to feel weak i um it was in my 12th standard that uh, i started coming back home and vomiting just unusually um or more than you know just a regular illness um it was starting to get a little difficult for me to breathe so my breath was going heavy and also uh because of all this my back started aching so i i had like a kind of like a chronic back pain uh it was really atrocious and uh yeah i could uh, i think by the end of this entire phase of me going through all the trouble and pain um i would have to lie down on my back for more than like 4 hours so i could get some energy for say 30 minutes or something and um i would be breathing like once in 6 7 seconds like a really long breath and i had to make a conscious effort cuz there were days when i was like okay i think this is it uh what if i forget to breathe in night and i just go you know i think i can laugh about it right now cuz it's all different but um yeah it was it was that i've written songs i've recorded songs thinking okay i should leave something nice in this world before i 
probably leave and stuff like that so um uh, when I, i when i was recovering and it was 2015 um when god spoke to me in a dream and he brought back that image i don't know from where i didn't even realize that i have a picture like that but something just uh, nudged me that you know okay this dream had uh, god telling me how about you take all the musical instruments and put them together and play so i shared it with my brother and um, then with my family so somehow i kind of knew that this was a good conviction right it wasn't just a dream it was surely god talking and i still can't figure out why and what nudged me to go and check my facebook for that particular image and it was there and yeah i have saved that image now and i send it everywhere i go cuz uh you know you don't you don't know how you can connect the dots at times you forget things you do and i wouldn't know where this came from so after this entire phase uh, of figuring out what is happening um i did my research as to is this even possible because i know mickey mouse has a small episode where he puts all these instruments in place so that's cartoon and there was a vodafone ad um which had you know i think they were trying to um advertise a uh, you know all in one package or something so there was a one man band playing again that's an ad so i had no much idea so we did our research and we found out that yes there are people who do it so that gave me a lot more confidence and conviction that yes it is possible let's pray more and let's see if uh, this works out and that's what happened i just love your story especially the part where you know this was just something you drew at a conference so many years ago and how god just brought it back i just want to like um go back on your story um to the part where you said about how you were diagnosed with this illness when you were so young you were just uh, in your 12th grade so probably in your late teens at the time so as you know what god put in our hearts for the season on our podcast is to just speak into uh, people who are walking through seasons of pain and to speak hope over their lives so just i just want to go back to that place where you know when you received the diagnosis you were very young you had this whole life ahead of you you had these questions about what's next so i just want to know how did god help you navigate that season because getting a diagnosis like that it's very difficult and i can imagine the pain and that you went through just sort of accepting that so just yeah. sort of like what was god speaking to you at that time was there a scripture was there some word of encouragement that someone spoke over you like what was something that god was uh, pressing upon your heart in that season so the question that the doctors asked me really uh, you know killed everything because so i had like a few dreams uh, one of which was to become a pastor like my dad second i wanted to be a drummer so i always you know had this thing where i i don't know people do it now uh but i just thought as a young kid that you know leading worship being a drummer would be really cool <laughs> so uh, that is one thing i always wanted to be a drummer and the third thing is i wanted to be a, like a cool pastor so my definition of cool that time was that i would have like a super bike and you know then visit people and all that so yeah young dreams so um and i was i think working towards something uh it wasn't like 
I didn't have any vision or I didn't have something to look forward to. I think I was trying to work towards it. Like music, yes, I was into music. Biking, yes, I was like, you know, I had a bicycle, uh, which is, I think probably my, which was probably my starting point for some time. And uh, I was always involved with uh, ministry with dad. Um, so I was working towards it. So I think a lot of things that were taught uh, in my family and by the church um, stuck with me. But the question, uh, when the doctors questioned me that, uh, do you like, are you like a heavy drunkard or like heavy smoker? I was shocked. I was like, where is this coming from? You know, like we don't, we don't have that uh, here. And uh what is the relation? And then they did like um, sonography. So they do the sonography. So on the sonography desk, they asked me this. And they figured that uh, there's like a lot of, um, you know, uh, patches kind of holding my, uh, you know, lungs and uh, rib cage and a lot of things uh, just stuck over there. And that's when they figured that this could probably be, be an illness known as pleural effusion, which is one of the precursors to tuberculosis. So basically what happens is the smoke enters your body and um, it starts sticking around uh, your throat, your windpipe. Um, and as days go, they just start to become like semi-liquids and eventually untreated, they become the tar that you see on the cigarette packets. Now I did my research after I figured all this. Uh, so it was basically in that semi-liquid stage, kind of just stuck on and stuff. So it was not letting me breathe. Uh, food wouldn't go inside and stuff like that. Uh, so it was really difficult. It really broke me down, broke everyone around me. And, um, you know, something just kept telling me that it's okay. You just got to fight. You just got to keep trusting God. I mean, what have we learned all this all these years of growing up. So I don't really think I can point out to a particular incident which happened or an event which uh, would have held me tight at that time because at that time I was really just concentrating on how I'm going to take my next breath, right? Like it was really difficult. So I don't remember much what happened then I know that it was really difficult for me to breathe. So I'm just going to, you know, continue to just concentrate on breathing. <laughs> uh, but all throughout, uh, like my parents, my family, we would always be praying. So uh, that was a big uh, hugger, you know, it just held me. Uh, apart from prayers, they were always very affectionate. So they never just gave up on me that way. Mm, apart from this, all my friends also, they were always there for me and all of that. So I think um, it, was a, it, it was in general uh, the love that we've all learned uh, from the Bible. Right? Because I think at that time is when I really saw what it takes to show affection to someone who's really going through a horrible time um, so stuff like that 
and uh, something just kept nudging me saying that no don't give up yet it's 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 going to be fine like there were times where i was like i i don't know i think this is it uh but something just kept telling me that okay let's let's get on uh the main thing was that i also wanted to get back to my college because i gave my 12th like thrice because i really couldn't sit for my exams my first examination i failed because of some something else basically it wasn't the illness but the other two three times i don't even remember yeah um was basically me just going to the exam hall and sitting for half an hour and after half an hour i really couldn't sit so i had to just give the paper and come back um so i was very keen on getting back to college and heading back uh, getting back to life so the thing that always kept uh, always was there in my head is that yeah this is a very bad phase but there there has to be a light in the end of this tunnel so why give up so, i mean it was generally just that and this particular line that you can't give up already you just got to keep moving there should be like a purpose behind all of this my parents kept telling me that uh you know god is probably going to bring out a testimony out of all this um yeah and it sure did when you were talking lots and i was reminded of what uh, joseph told his brothers what uh, what you intended for evil god brought good out of it so when now i i read somewhere that you um go around when you go for touring and when you go you talk about and bring social awareness about passive smoking yeah yeah that's sort of amazing because like you went through this phase and like right now you bring awareness and then because of that um like are there like stories of how people have given up smoking and is there like things that you have actually seen yeah yeah um i've 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 had really amazing times that way i mean i think those are the things those are the moments which also uh make me push myself harder because it's really difficult to actually carry all of this and uh get a show on because physically it's really exhausting mentally as well and there have been days as a one man band where i'm like are yaar why am i doing this like bye you know but then after the show people just come and like give you like a hug and they they just like they're so sorry uh we have been smoking too and we didn't know that it affects so much so i always you know uh, mention that if not for yourself think about people around you um you know they are prob- they don't have to go through this just because of what you're doing so it i've also always mentioned that it's not just smoking it's generally the things we do which um you know kill us you know it's a beautiful life um so a lot of people have come up and told me that i think something about your story makes us want to quit these things and uh, further on if you never give up and this is what the result is Uh, we are also inspired to do something new and beautiful so a lot of people have been doing it i'm really thankful that uh, god is literally like you know uh, when when we say that 
use me as an instrument i think i can testify that like i feel so much like an instrument uh which is being used so in whatever way it, it god is getting the glory i mean it's uh the hap- happiest thing that i come back to yeah that's so amazing that god has put purpose in the dream that he has spoken over your life like we say yeah. like you you said that you had a dream to be a drummer and a pastor and a cool pastor like the purpose that god had for you for his for the dream god has for you there's a greater purpose in that and we wouldn't be talking if you we were just a drummer or like i feel like god's dream for you is so much far greater <laughs> yeah like it always blows your mind like it's bigger than we can imagine like even i was watching some of your videos of what you do and i play the violin and it's not wow. easy to balance the the fingering and the bowing and when i saw all these instruments i'm like how does he coordinate all of this together I mean that takes a lot and yeah there's just so much of grace of God over your life flats and even as you were speaking and I just it's really beautiful to see what God is doing in and through you. Uh Gladys yeah. just want to know a little bit more about uh what are the other things you're doing? Uh the dreams God has put in your heart now like you know what else are you involved in? Uh so some of the other things I do is um I also teach. I've been a music teacher for the longest time now. It's been a little more than a decade now that i'm also teaching um <clears throat> i used to teach in schools um but i've quit that and just after i quit uh, we went on with so many shows and that's exactly when people were like okay you know what um gladson can you teach us so i'm like it's really hard to say no and that's when god placed a new uh, thing in my heart uh, so i I believe I'm one of the very first few people who have picked up the instrument called the ukulele uh, in India. I started it back in like 2011 uh, when it was just brand new in the market. Uh, there was absolutely no history of that instrument, uh, hence no teachers, no background, uh, no way to learn it. But uh, yeah, I think God helped me to kind of work through that, and um, I run a music school now. uh it's been about 2 years in fact september 16 september 14th 2019 was our very first uh workshop um in mumbai one of the biggest workshops we've had um so i run a music school where we really focus on ukulele so when people come and ask me like hey gladson out of all these 40 instruments can you teach us at least one and yeah now i have an answer i said yes it's not on me right now but yeah you can always start learning music um, uh with this instrument called the ukulele and you can get in touch like uh we teach there are a lot of other things which i used to do but now it's 2021 and i'm focusing on uh, a few things so which right now is the one man band how i can get better at it and also the music school but in terms of the one man band uh, i have a feeling that the narrative uh, is going to change in say 5 years from now i also i'm seeing a lot of other things which uh, as a child and as a growing teen uh, have realized um, like very recently right i was able to define the lines uh dreams come true 
when when we say dreams come true we're basically talking about oh we dream of something and it then comes true well in my case it was a dream which god gave me and it came true it wasn't my dream ever this was never my dream my dream was to become a pastor a biker a drummer but this is a dream which god gave he spoke to me in a dream and so i've been able to redefine my uh, way of using that sentence and as i'm talking to more and more people and as new doors are opening i have no idea but i see a little change um and i know for one that uh, this is going to get way bigger than me my family or anyone who knows me is uh, is ever thinking of and i'm just we are just praying that you know it should go it definitely should grow big and when it grows big we'll be able to tell more and more people about god's love so i'm just waiting for it to blow up and it's exciting <laughs> yeah i know it is very exciting lots and uh, we also believe that you know god is going to expand you um in the coming seasons um uh, i just wanted to ask you like when you when god gave you that vision or the dream like to play all the instruments at once i'm not all a musical person i'm very musically challenged hana is a musical one so um in my mind i i just wonder like how did you choose 14 instruments like how did you end up choosing these 14 instruments what was the process like to attach them all together carry it and to carry all of it and play all of it like there should have been a process for you to like starting to learn all of this while um like while you were still like recovering and things like that so how did that what are the process did you feel like giving up did you feel like this is just a dream and you're like did you feel like you were crazy at times and you were just imagining things like what it what was the process yeah so here's the thing about me uh i like to do things which i'm told not to or <laughs> i like to do things which people don't do often uh it's been there from like my childhood but yeah um, on a serious note uh, the process of choosing instruments i think um also comes from the little knowledge that i had about music because i know that a melody a tune uh, will sound good when some thing backs it you know like a violin um will sound even more better with like a keyboard or a piano behind it you know if it gives it like a backbone and to make these two instruments sound even better you could add a little guitar and that would make it sound even better and to give a little more strength to this entire music which is already played by the violin the piano and the guitar you can add in the drums you know and then um if you sing over it that becomes even more better so i have a little knowledge uh i i mean being part of church choirs and stuff like that i also gained a lot of knowledge that way as to what comes where like it, sound music is just frequencies and you just need to learn how to balance them and uh, once you have a good arrangement it sounds good so i think uh, it comes from there and uh, while choosing the instruments uh well i need the basics were going to be guitar uh, drum kit so my drum kit so dr- uh, how it becomes 14 is if you see the drum kit 
uh, as a whole it is not 14 instruments but if you pick each and every instrument on the drum kit which is very important is how it becomes 14 so let me try to number all of them so i always say i play up to 14 musical instruments not 14 all the time cuz it's a design which i can change remove do whatever i want um for example if a song doesn't require so many instruments i don't have to carry it i mean why uh like the current instrument which uh i'm using doesn't have 14 it has lesser than 14 uh but i always say it's like up to 14 that's my maximum so i have a guitar mm, i have a guitar which hosts a melodica ukulele an indian harp it's called the swarmandal um then on the mouth i have a chromatic harmonica a diatonic harmonica a kazoo a slide whistle um and on my back i have the bass drum snare drum hi hat uh, a crash cymbal then on my leg i have a ghungru then i have one or two other percussive instruments just hanging around here and there uh so that's how i came up with the number 14 um when i first built it it was 13 i knew the basics of the instrument which is go- just going to be like guitar um melodica the bass drum snare drum hi hat all the others are just instruments which i used to fill in in places and stuff like that the current uh, set of instruments doesn't have so many instruments it's just ha- it it has a drum uh sorry a bass drum or snare drum a hi hat or crash cymbal a guitar it's a like a very naked guitar it doesn't have a body it's just a plank of wood sorry so my count again bass drum snare drum crash cymbal hi hat guitar kazoo harmonica and a few instruments here and there like about 10 instruments but yeah uh musically i've always wanted to advance myself and that doesn't mean holding a lot of instruments that means the output should be good so if i look at my videos back then in 2016 and if i look at the videos which i'm producing right now there's a lot of difference like musically now it's more pleasant than a joker just <laughs> carrying it <laughs> Well, that's amazing. I'll have to go and Google all these instruments, Platzen, because I have no idea what any of them are. <laughs> uh, I love what you said, like about advancing. I was just telling uh, Hannah, like two minutes before we joined the call, like I was reading Deuteronomy chapter one, where God says to the Israelites, "Like you stayed here long enough, it's time to advance." And so yeah. He asked them to go, but to, like, and God says, "I've given you this land, just go and take possession of it." but they still like had to go in and take possession and they did a very bad job at that they didn't trust god and they didn't know that god loved them enough that god would give a good land to them so like i see that with you glatson like you kept advancing you kept doing what god asked you to do he has given you this and i know that he's going to give you more there's a lot of more good land that he's promised you so Amen. yeah that Yeah. <laughs> But you're going to keep advancing. So praise God with that more instruments. I don't know what it's going to look like cuz I don't understand this. But... <laughs> And I love the part you said Latsen that how you've always thought differently 
And it's it's very nice because I think a lot of us are so boxed in our thinking. And like Neva said about advancing also, how you've just grown over the years. Like I saw some of your old videos and how you the instruments look like before and how, you know, you can see this gradual development that's happened over the years. So it's, yeah, really beautiful to see that. Yeah. So, Klatsen, what would you tell somebody who like, you went through a season where you felt like nothing, you had dreams, but you just felt like maybe you couldn't reach there. Like you just felt like this is it. You you remember yeah. just thinking, I just need to take the next breath. That was your dream. Basically, at that point of time, you couldn't think beyond that. Mm-hmm. Um, just what is that th- encouragement you would give somebody who is in that place right now, who feels like there is no hope beyond this, there is nothing beyond this, and that they cannot believe that God is good because of the circumstances they're in? How I would like to say something is, it is difficult. And like no one else can walk your shoe, but as much as you know that people are there with you and people are praying for you and, uh, you know, are with you in everything that you go through, you also got to learn how to kind of, uh, trust God because, um, yeah, you cannot, you cannot see him. You can only feel him. You can, you got to wait for the night, uh, you got to wait for that time where God really speaks to you. But until there, uh, until then, yeah, just just got to hold on to uh, what you're going through. But I think the beauty of it is the lower you go, the, the more deeper you hit. It just seems like if you have the right uh, perspective to look at it and just trust God, no matter how hard it is, the the result will really just shock you because that is what happened in my life yes there are times when people just say that god's there and it really didn't help me you know because just by saying that just because everyone all of us say it that's probably our first that's the first thing that comes out of our mouths as christians um but i think i uh would want it I, I would want it to be a little more sensitive and not just say something for the sake of it. So, yeah, it is difficult, but I would rather just give a hug and be like, yeah, I, I really wish you feel God's hug in this. Like, you know, just like, I want you to feel that and really hope and pray that God speaks to you some way. And I'll be there for the person. And yeah, I just got to hang in there. And then the rest lies. And yeah, I think. Um, it blew my mind away when the results came out. Um, so, yeah, very simple, very, um, I won't be able to complicate it further ahead. It's just that, yeah, it is difficult, but got to wait for it and just trust God. Yeah, but you said, Platson, uh, about how you first need to just acknowledge, like, you know, just accept that this is happening to someone else, like, rather than try to speak with the situation, like, you know, just be there for them, but just to show love, like you said, 
when you shared before also like you had a community of people to come and surround you with love and you started to see that you wanted to be that person for somebody else as well so and i think when we walk through these seasons of pain is when we can also empathize with the other people to sort of understand their pain and also i just want to bring in when when you are in that lowest place is i think where god is the closest to us also i feel like god speaks to us in a very beautiful way at that time and even when you were speaking about trusting god i just got reminded of this verse that god has been really speaking to me this season from isaiah where it says um you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you in the process of it also i think there is this peace that just comes when we learn to trust god in the midst of that pain so yeah just yeah your story is just wow and i'm excited to see what god's going to do more like how much he's going to expand you so praise god so glad you could come gladson we really had such a blessed time with you and your story so yeah <laughs> yeah i've i've totally enjoyed uh, the conversation i mean it's uh, it certainly brought out a lot more than just any other interview yeah. yeah i was also thinking how you said uh, this was not your dream you want to be a drummer and a biker and a pass but actually if you think about it that's also there in your dream right now like you are a drummer just in a different way you are a preacher like you know you pre- share your testimony you go around the world you're very cool so you're a cool pastor because you not only stay in one church and preach you're going in different places and yes. i'm pretty sure you still ride the bike so <laughs> i'm a hardcore biker even now so there you go so you have the dreams mixed in in a very little bit uh, but god yep. like expanded that so i think yep. that is very cool that's the that's when you pursue the dream god has for you i feel like god yeah. does not leave your dreams out of the picture it's always there mixed in just in a different way so yeah it was nice talking to you gladson uh, i hope that like everyone's encouraged to uh, think differently and also like we brought some awareness about passive smoking which is also very important especially in india and so yeah we enjoyed the conversation with you and we pray that you know god uses you more and more to reach um, people who've lost hope yeah so we're glad to like speak to you Yeah. Thank you so much Hannah and Niba. Really enjoyed this conversation. Hey Dreamer, thank you so much for listening. We hope this episode blessed you. And if it did, we would love to hear from you. You can follow us on Instagram at Here Comes the Dreamer Podcast. Make sure you go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode. While you're there, we would love for you to rate and review our podcast because this helps us reach more people. We cannot wait to see you on our next episode.